Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know, our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated hand-cooked Dynapro AT2 Extreme. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, that's the way tire buying should be. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to 2 Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. What up with you, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. The Doug Gottlieb Show broadcasts live every day from the TireRack.com studios, TireRack.com. Unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hassle protection. Over 10,000 recommended installers, tirerack.com. It's the way tire buying should be. Well, it is that time of year where we're leading updates with Britney Spears alleging that she was assaulted when she was trying to be a uh, fangirl of Victor Webinyama. Is that right? Is that Do I have the story correct there, Ilo? Uh, yeah, that's correct there, Doug. <laughs> Sorry, Ilo stepped out for a second. So, so Jay Stu, that, that's the story that she was, she won a picture with Webby? That's what, and according to that witness uh, that Ilo played last hour, they approached, or Brittany approached Wemby. Uh, he wasn't paying attention to her, so she put her hands on him for a picture and... In in the mix, Oops. the security guard slapped her. Oops, she did it again. <laughs> no, yeah, there, there, <laughs> there's a couple of, of song titles that could be used here that would be, be very inappropriate, including her biggest hit. You know, no pun intended. Um, but yeah, that's what happened. What uh, is her biggest hit? Um, 
Baby One More Time. Oh, yeah. Baby one more time. He could probably use that one. Um, Dan Byer had the tweet of the day, said that uh, Britney Spears said she would drop the wasp lawsuit if San Antonio named themselves the San Antonio Spears. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we we have we have reached that time of year, right? Uh, we've also reached the time of year though where everybody is prognosticating uh, the great heights that people can reach or the the bottom that people can reach. Case in point, Albert Breer was on two pros and a cup of Joe. It's a morning show. We got uh, Jonas Knox, uh, Brady Quinn, and Lavar Arrington. Here's Albert Breer from the NFL Network. He said this about the relationship between Robert Kraft and Bill Belichick. I don't think we would ever hear that Bill Belichick was fired. Like, I don't think Robert Kraft has it in him to do what Jerry Jones did to Jimmy Johnson in 1994. I think, you know, Robert Kraft is going to want any separation um, with Bill to be amicable. And you can see it in the way that Kraft handled the breakup with Brady. He was so concerned over how that was, how that looked, you know, and he wanted to make sure that it didn't look like they were kicking Tom out the door. I think in the case of Belichick, like I would, my my guess would be, if he did feel it was time to move on, he would probably exhaust every avenue to try to make the split look amicable. And there's a chance, like in a situation like that, that Bill would say no and say, just fire me if you're going to fire me. Um, but it's hard for me to envision a scenario where, 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 where Kraft would just outright fire. By the way, guys, that I do think that he has his next guy lined up in Gerard Mayo. Now, having your next guy lined up is a completely reasonable thing to do. I think everybody, every boss has the next person lined up, right? And while we make the marriage analogy, you don't do really do it in marriage. That, that's a bad idea. But in, in business, gotta have, it, it's the old, they used to say this in minor league basketball, right? Five on the court, five on the bench, five on the, you know, five on the bus on the way over, and you know, five in your desk on the way to get to the bus to replace the five on the bus that are replacing the five on the bench that are replacing the five on the floor. You got, you got, you got, or uh, was it clear and present danger? The average Ruski doesn't take a dump without a plan, son. Right. But just cause you have his ultimate replacement right there waiting and it's Mayo, a guy who is a great player and a respected guy now running your defense. And there's that, I mean, they had Josh McDaniels there. He was the heir apparent forever. He was waiting as well. Look, you can only, sometimes you can only work with people for so long, you know, and when you win as much as they won, it creates remarkable, and ridiculous expectations. But this is a belief that I have. And you guys can shoot this down all you want. I think that Tom Brady winning a Super Bowl with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers destroyed three teams. And their relationships with their coach or with their star player. First, you have the Patriots, right? And if we look back, that was a crazy year. It was the COVID year. They had eight opt-outs. They were in cap hell. Like, all of that made total sense. But it's still, like, the guy is synonymous with winning. You're synonymous with winning. He leaves. He goes and wins the Super Bowl. And they, you know, they drafted Mac Jones. They tried the, you know, the weird 
coordinator position, not having an offense coordinator last year, not having anybody who knew what they were doing calling plays. The whole thing was bizarre. Okay. Um, then you have Aaron Rodgers. If you remember that year, Aaron Rodgers, they played at home against the, Green, against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the NFC Championship game. Brady was great in the first half. Unbelievable ball on a defensive miscue at the end of the first half. Terrible in the second half. Rodgers had the ball and his head coach chose to kick on fourth down instead of go for it. Regardless of whether or not Rodgers was playing well late or not, didn't matter. Then you lose at home to the Buccaneers and Tom Brady takes off his helmet and he looks like a million bucks. Whereas Aaron Rodgers takes off his he just looks like a ragged old road warrior Face is sullen. You know, he's unshaven. Looked like he hadn't bathed in months. Whereas Tom Brady looks like fresh out of the shower, ready for the ready for the runway. I think that had a dramatic effect on on, on Aaron Rodgers and their relationship. And there, look at what's happened in the two years since. And then in the Super Bowl, remember Russell Wilson was sitting next to was sitting next to Roger Goodell. These guys aren't dumb. They're like, wait, there's you can go somewhere else and go to a ready-made winner that only needs a quarterback and only needs leadership. That's what Russell Wilson thought he was getting with the Denver Broncos. He just wasn't good enough. And the coach wasn't good enough. And now he'll get a second chance at that. I believe that that year of Tom Brady, people have completely forgotten they were not good. And then the four-game winning streak out of the late bye was against four non-playoff teams. And they found a way to magically, they won a home game, they, they, they won all those road games, excuse me, probably shouldn't have beaten the Saints. Saints fumbled with the lead um, in Tampa territory. Saints started to beat them twice in the regular season. They found a way. They overcame Brady's own mistakes, his three interceptions in the second half against Green Bay. And won. And I think it destroyed those other teams. You're like, are you kidding me with this dude? Are you freaking kidding me that he can take off his helmet and look like a million bucks and suddenly be uh, ready to go? Like, just switch teams and he's back winning a Super Bowl. It set unrealistic expectations for the two, like for the Jets now or for the, Buc- the Broncos last year. And it planted a seed of a divorce. You know, it's, it's like if you go out and you see a couple that. You know, they're each on their second marriage. And you're like, man, they're really happy. And you're really unhappy in your relationship. Like, I want some of that happiness. It happens. It happens. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The fresh scent of Irish Spring and those sensational Irish Spring suds are just the reset you need to own the day. Irish Spring, when spring hits you, you're ready. Pick up Irish Spring at your local retailer today. Mark Medina in five minutes. We'll ask him why the Knicks nixed. So did there Nick's next the Paul George trade. Did you guys see uh, that TikTok that I put on? Uh, I didn't put on. Um, what's the new one called? Uh, threads. threads. I didn't put it on threads. I put it on Twitter because I don't know how to. I, I don't know how to. Uh, I, I don't really know what I'm doing. <laughs> you don't know how to use it yet. I don't yet. think anybody does. That's the problem. <laughs> That's nothing right? wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really know what I'm doing. That's that's really kind of what it comes down to. Anyway, um, that have you ever had a wasp nest that you got to get down? And apparently the way to do it is you put gasoline in like a little, some sort of container, and then you put the container up over the wasp nest, and the wasps like nosedive for the gasoline and die. I see that. That is interesting because I used one of those Ones you spray and it shoots like a stream, like yeah, yeah. 100 miles an hour. Yeah, Raid. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, is there another? I'm sure there's I don't other know, companies. It probably was, but I mean, it, it shot Ra- Raid is Raid is like the Kleenex of, <laughs> of bug stuff, right? Yeah. Like, I'm sure there's a bunch of other brands of doing it, but you kind of Raid is kind of synonymous but, with it, right? But, Doug, it literally shot like a stream, like a power wash stream, like 100 miles an hour into of the water. nest. No, it was some sort of foam. It's a foam, and then they die from the foam. Yes, but this looks like a little bit more... I mean, you have to get close to them, though, it looks like, but it still looks like it's maybe more, you know, I don't want to say humane, but whatever. 
yeah, I think it's sort of humane. But I don't, does, I, does it matter that it's humane, humane or not when it's wasps? Really? Yeah, and this is a very small hive. What do what do wasps actually bring to the table? Like bees make honey, right? What do wasps bring to the table? Uh, is, is, is there any around. value in a wasp? Like, I could make a case that it's like you know, um, lots of people are anti coyote, right? Like, man, you got to shoot those coyotes if they're on your street, right? But like coyotes, although they will they will eat small animals you know if you have a rabbit or you have a dog or you have a cat right but they'll also like they'll keep the rodent population down you don't have when you have coyotes you don't have rats uh, you don't have mice i don't know if they eat lizards or not my cat catches lizards i got it what do they do um according to this <laughs> wasps are the top predators of crop damaging insects like aphids um crop protectors value them at $416 billion worth worldwide. Wow. So you just killed a couple billion dollars in wasps. Doug. So wasps kill uh, creatures that kill your plants. Yep. I had no idea. I had no, I had no idea. Dragonflies kill mosquitoes. I know that, right? What do mosquitoes, what's mosquitoes purpose said they, other than spreading malaria? Do they have any? And any sucking the blood out of you. <laughs> sucking the blood out of you. Do they have any? So wasps do have a positive impact on society. And like the bee, they're, uh, they're pollinators, too. They pollinate. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Huh. So are we not supposed to kill wasps? Are we supposed to kill wasps? Yeah, I don't know if they're endangered like bees are. Yeah, what's the story with all the dead bees everywhere now? The de- bees have all these problems. They're just dropping dead. Yeah, that's a problem. You know, the, the problem is that the bees just, they don't, They've been eating the American diet, and obviously this is what happens anytime you eat. You're just overweight and you're obese. Too many honeycombs? Yeah. Honeycombs big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't think, small. No, I don't no, think no, anybody's no. trying to purpose—I don't think anybody's trying to pr- purposely kill wasps. I think when they're— you don't? In these particular videos that you have shown, yeah. they are in, like, right next to the door of someone's home. I think if it's out in a tree— Somewhere away from your house, I wouldn't go out there and try to do this. I think it's right. Nobody it's, goes and like yeah. seeks out wasp nests. Exactly. But if you have one so, that pops underneath your right. eve or your house, that's right. You always you, yes. you, you kill the wasps. There you go. This is giving me a second thought as to like my rose bushes are kind of kind of damaged. I wonder it's because I because I killed a wasp nest earlier this year. Boom. I had no idea. See, that's what this show can do for you that no other show can do for you. Is that it? We could look things up on the internet and <laughs> yes. tell you things that we had no idea no, about. No, but, but like Radio about things Google. that are kind of, no, but kind of, <laughs> kind of useful. It's kind of useful. I saw this thing. Um, do you know who I think David Chang is, the famous chef? David Chang? I'll believe you. Sure. I'll go with that. You guys, he's, anyway, I met David at, uh. Uh, our I our I Heart Podcast Awards. We both presented an award together. Great dude, and just a very regular guy, award-winning chef. Anyway, he had this. He put this deal out where that um, you cannot grill burgers because they become you just kill it. You kill all the all the taste in it. And I'm going to partially agree with him because I have like a flat top you put on top of the grill. So you can make a burger kind of flat top style, but on the grill. But I think that's a that's a very popular that's a hot take, if you will, but an unpopular hot take that don't grill your burgers. Never I, heard that. Never heard that. I thought when you grilled burgers, they it causes some sort of carcinogen or something like that in the. Well, that's burger. when you use that's when you use charcoal. Okay. Okay. So, 
Uh, my thing is, they taste good. Yeah, David Chang is... <laughs> that, that overrides everything. He's a restaurateur, he's an author, he's a podcaster, and uh, he uh, he's the founder of Momo Fuku uh, Restaurant Group. So they, they have two Michelin stars, like he's the real deal. Anyway, met him, and then I saw this thing where he was just like, don't grill your burgers. It's terrible for the burger, it's not good for you, there's no, no redeeming qualities to it. I was like, damn, strong take. To make a, a random part of our show even more random, yeah. you got me to thinking. Uh, I'm hooked on this show on Hulu called The Bear. I don't know if anyone's seen that, but y'all need to watch The Bear. It's what, about what's The Bear about? Is it cocaine bear? It, it, no, it's 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 it's. I think it, it's off the name of the main character's last name. I think he's like a Borofsky or something. But it's about it's about Chicago. It's about fine dining. Um, but the way it's written. It's an uncomfortable but good watch. It's it's brilliant. I would watch The Bear if I were you. Find it, watch it. It's great. I had a recommendation. Somebody recommended it to me. There's some show which people don't know if it's real or not. It's about paranormal activity. Um, oh man, they looked. Uh, do you guys know, know what I'm talking about? I mean, they Is don't it? know it's real in the fact that it. it they're never, if they're actually following real people or if it's just like put on, is that what you mean? Uh, well, you, they, they, you don't know if it's, yeah, you don't know if it's real. Okay. Um, if, if it's like real. Like a ghost or hunting just, show or something? I don't think it's ghost hunting. It's about some camp or something. Um, man. Stug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Thanks so much, Ilo. Um, Let's welcome in Mark Medina, our Fox Sports Radio NBA insider. And Mark, I was, I was, uh, I was looking at your Twitter page, right? I don't know. Have you have you made the migration? Or what are you, how are you managing the Threads Twitter uh, uh, proxy war, if you will? Yeah, I've. Uh, it's step one. I finally signed up for it, but uh, I'm still figuring out the bugs, trying to promote everything there. But you know, like the NBA offseason, it's a process. It, it is a process. Anyway, I'm reading this tweet. And um, if you don't mind, I'll just read your own tweet to you. Kind of weird. But what if Portland trades Damian Lillard to another team instead of Miami? A person familiar with Lillard's thinking, he just wouldn't report. Okay, but here's my problem with that, right? I understand that this is what Lillard's people are putting out there. His agent is putting out there. So you mean to tell me that in like one month we go from Damian Lillard is the world's greatest guy, loyal uh, Portland Trailblazer, everybody likes and respects him too. Hey, I'm only going to Miami and that's it? Or else? Yeah, and look, that's the crux of it. I mean, take this information for what you will, because uh, it is contradictory, but the same person stressed, hey, Damien's a professional, he doesn't want to be a disruptor, he wants to play. So I think when you're looking at the big picture of this, you know, because Portland's been adamant of drawing their line in the sand that they're only going to make a deal that helps them. And I was even told they're even willing to extend it into next season's trade deadline, you know, the same way that Brooklyn did with Kevin Durant and Philadelphia did with Ben Simmons. But uh, I think the big picture of this is the app description that you had about this whole situation. That's a divorce. And I think right now both parties are saying, hey, I want custody of the house. I want custody of the kids. You know, Dame is saying, hey, you're, you didn't meet my needs in the relationship. And the Blazers are saying, well, if you're leaving, I have to. I, I get to keep everything. So I think with that, 
I would be surprised if it gets to that point that we're seeing Damian Lillard not reporting to training camp or anything else. And, you know, if Portland keeps him, I would expect that he would do what Kevin Durant did last season with the Nets. But I think it does at least illustrate the feelings in the current present at time that he's adamant, even though he doesn't have a trade, no trade clause, that he hopes the relationship equity that he built with Portland uh, will at least, you know, make them somewhat amenable to that. But as you've pointed out, and as I'm very well aware, Portland's going to do what they feel is best for them. So it'll be interesting to see what the next stage will do. How far away are we from a deal being done? Um, I think we have to wait this out. Um, look, I- I've been told from Portland's end that they're willing to wait even until next trade deadline because they were mindful of, you know, when the Brooklyn Nets traded Kevin Durant, uh, they didn't find the right deal until then with the Suns. You know, they traded Mikel Bridges and Jay Crowder and a boatload of draft picks. Um, it could be resolved earlier, and ideally it gets resolved, so this isn't festering over training camp. But I think when you're looking at this, clearly Portland's looking at it through the lens of you can't get equal value for Dan, but can you get a uh, a trade that at least keeps you in the playoff hunt. That's where they're at right now. Clearly, you know, Dame didn't view them as a championship contender or else we wouldn't be in this position. But I don't think Portland's going down the Washington Wizards route as they did with Bradley Beal, partly because Dame doesn't have a no-trade clause, but also they don't feel like you know, they're going nowhere. They feel like there is a pathway of, even though the Western Conference is loaded, that they have some good young players. They got Nurkic, uh, you know, they probably don't have Dame, but they could at least be a playing competitive playoff team. Um, so, yeah, I would expect uh, we don't find any resolution until later this summer at the earliest and trade deadline at the latest. All right. Uh, where are we with James Harden and the 76ers? Yeah, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if it's, it's the same timeline. And I, I keep in mind, when we're talking about teams being patient here, Daryl Moore is exhibit A of being that patient person. He waited for Ben Simmons until the trade deadline, uh, ironically, to get James Harden. And I think that the goalposts are even more stark for them because of Joel Embiid and the fact that, look, if I'm going to rank the Eastern Conference, I think that clearly Milwaukee and Boston are are ahead of them, but they internally view themselves as a team that could be in that championship contention mix. And so I think that the standard for what they expect in a James Harden deal is arguably even greater than what Portland's looking at with the Damian Lillard trade. And I think because of this, and I know that you've hit on this, Doug, before, feeling I get from, you know, people not attached to both teams is that inevitably there's going to be a third team involved so they're, they can facilitate draft picks and, you know, expiring contracts, players they don't want, et cetera. But maybe it also becomes intertwined where, you know, this is all part of the same deal, just a lot of, you know, multiple teams and moving pieces. That'd be, that'd be amazing, if that, <laughs> that sort of gigantic deal. Um, the Celtics have made some moves, obviously, to clear up, get them out of that, that – uh, that's what is it? Second apron, right? That second yeah. year tax as Grant Williams was assigned in trade. Are they done? I don't think so. Uh, it seems like that they're in asset collecting mode, um, and they're also trying to find, you know, now that they get rid of Grant Williams, like what do they do defensively on their end? So I would expect that Brad Stevens is still going to be working the channels through the rest of, you know, this off season. But if philosophically this stands pat. Um, 
I'm a little mixed. I, I understand that you have to give up to get something, and I think that Christoph Porzingis, upon further re- reflection, contrary to my initial reaction when we chatted like in real time about the trade, I think that he is good and he'll be better from a health standpoint than he was in the past, but that's not 100% guaranteed. But I don't discount the intangible parts that Marcus Smart brought, and I know you've hit on this. I'm very well aware that you know clearly what they did last season wasn't working and that there's always layers to why a player is dealt, but I just really loved the things that he brought, not even so much on the court, but being the bridge between the star guys and the coaching staff and the role players. But yeah, um, I don't think that they're done yet because that's just how Brad Stevens has been so far this season. Uh, okay, okay, so we've talked about a bunch of teams. Let's get to the Phoenix Suns. DeAndre Ayton still on the Suns as of now. There's been some talk of Harden maybe ended up there. Uh, is this going to be the Suns roster when they begin the season next year? Yeah, caveat, it's fluid, but I wouldn't be surprised that this is mostly what we see. I think that they clearly went down a lane of – and. Look, I'm the first to stand corrected here. I didn't think this would work. Of let's round out the depth with veteran minimum guys, and so far it's worked. Eric Gordon, you take Watanabe, and obviously they have the leverage of not just the fact that hey, we have Kevin Durant and Bradley Beal and and Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton on our team, but they can also promise very significant roles because there's so many roster spots that that they have to fill. So no doubt their work's not done because they still have to fill out the roster with more veteran minimum guys, but at least to open the season, it seems like DeAndre Ayton's going to be on the team, but I also wouldn't be surprised that that's a different story. Trade deadline, partly, you know, depending on how the team performs, what's in the market, etc. But yeah, I would I would uh, expect that those four guys will be with the Suns open training camp. Um, h- how is this uh, in-season tournament going to work? <laughs> Um, I'm as confused as you are, Doug. Um, I guess I see the dates that it's going to work early December, but I don't understand it at all. And look, this is part of my job. Like you have to get information, and the way it's explained to me is that it takes place, you know, the middle of the season, and it has its own standings and implications, but. I don't know how this works at all. Now, in fairness, well, I wouldn't say in fairness, but I will qualify that when they talked about the playing tournament and during the bubble restart, I had my own questions of how it worked, and I thought, hey, it was pretty good. Like, the quality of play was really good, and it created a lot of good competition, also addressed some of the unique circumstances of resuming the season in the bubble and wanting to give teams a chance to still fight for a playoff spot. Um, so I might stand corrected, but on the surface now, I don't, I don't get what this does beyond, you know, it's obviously another thing to put on TV and presumably another thing to raise revenue. But from a competition standpoint, yeah, consider me apathetic about it. Well, it, it also, it's interesting, right? Like it's supposed to make the guys, you know, play harder, sit less, uh, you know, get after it. We, we understand. But December seems kind of dicey. It just does. Like, that's, I mean, I, you know, you got weekends is college football's conference championship games. And then you have the NFL, like the main part of the NFL season. And the NFL has kind of taken over Christmas. That used to be an NBA holiday. Now the NFL is playing three games on it. Um, I just, I don't know. I, I'd, I'd be very interested to see if that's the place they think they can get the most eyeballs. I would have liked it more in February. Yeah. where you're not competing with the NFL, and it's like the unofficial launch of the NBA season. 
Yeah, no, it's a great point, and I think regardless of when it takes place, one of my one of the reasons why I feel skeptical is I almost feel like it'll undo the progress that it's meant to do, with which is try to attach more meaningful relevance to non-playoff games. But I can't help but think that with this playing tournament, for teams that want to win that, they're they're going to you know play their guys and devote attention to that. But then they'll probably load manage even more in the normal regular season games and then it might be vice versa for the teams that for whatever reason don't have a lot of significant feelings toward this plan tournament that's when they load manage so that they can treat the other games with more purpose and so it just feels like they're it's a game of whack-a-mole right they solve one problem and then it creates another one but we'll see how it plays out in real time but consider me skeptical yeah it's it's going to be Going to be fascinating, to say the least. Uh, he's the one and only Mark Medina. You can find him on threads, but let's just go for Twitter right now until all the kinks get worked out. Thanks so much for joining us uh, on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Appreciate you, Doug. Uh, this show is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your boat, RV, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save Progressive.com. Will, will you... Uh, Jay Stu, you're a, a casual NBA viewer. Will you watch if there's an in-season NBA tournament? Not when, not during the time that you guys were just discussing. That was also the head scratcher for me. Yeah. Like, I, th- I think the NBA is setting themselves up to look bad. They're scheduling something when there's a far more popular sport in its the prime of its season. That's like setting. It's almost like you're. You're setting up a measurement, and we're going to make fun of you. You know, you're setting yourself up for that. Have it right after the Super Bowl or, or something. I don't know. I, why not have it Super Bowl Sunday? Or the the week, right have yeah. games Super Bowl Sunday leading up to the Super Bowl. That's that's not a terrible idea, right there. Right, like a big batch of games there, semifinals, quarterfinals, whatever. Remember, there's a is there a week off between the Super Bowl and I, I can't remember what year we're in. Yeah, I think so. There's still a week <laughs> off. No, it's every other year. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. even know that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Every other year, there's a week off, so I'm I'm just one like if there's a week off, slide the games in there. Compete against the Pro Bowl. Don't compete against which did the Pro Bowl the skills competition is that standing or is that going away? I can't remember. Can't remember I, if that was deemed. I think to be they're going to roll it out again this year. <laughs> that was awful, but it was it was bad. Just another way to make money, but. Uh, coming up on the Doug Gottlieb Show, we're live at the Tyrac.com studios. A retired NFL star is furious about his former team's ring of honor. Details are next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans. The chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray, rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Kemp going back to the wall on the field, looking up, and it's gone a home run. Jake Marisnik's bat has come alive. Grand Slam Sunday, RBI double in the fourth, home run here in the sixth, and the Tigers lead at 8 nothing. 2-2, swing and a miss, got him on strikes, Tigers win. Jason Shreve strikes out the side in the ninth inning. The Tigers come away with a big shutout win, one of their most lopsided wins of the year. That's our progressive play of the day. Progressive is making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home, car insurance together. You can save on both. Learn more progressive.com or call 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. Jake Mrazek with a home run, part of the Tigers radio network. Tigers beat the A's 9-0 because the A's stink. Let's get to the press. 
the press. Isaac Lundcron, what do you got? Why, why, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Doug, former Cincinnati Bengals running back Corey Dillon has ripped the voting process for the franchise's ring of honor, particularly the fact that season ticket holders get to vote. Dillon told The Athletic as part of a 27-minute verbal manifesto, and I quote, It's damn near criminal. Did I not play for them? I'm pretty sure they will put bleeping John Kitna in there before they put me. Matter of fact, Scott Mitchell will end up in that mother bleeper before I do. Half these season ticket holder people never seen half of us play. You know the bleepery that's going on. Unquote. Who was that? Exactly. No, who was it really? Former Cincinnati Bengals star running back Corey Dillon. Oh, I, I kind of agree with him. Corey Dillon was now Corey Dillon. The reason they got rid of him, though, right, was he had an attitude problem. Uh, <laughs> I, I, and then I, he I'm went. Shocked. And then he went. Well, then he went to the Patriots mm-hmm. and won a Super Bowl mm-hmm. and kind of vindicated himself. But I'm guessing he probably had an attitude problem because of uh, because of how he was how he was compensated, right? Um, he's mad about his all-time leading rusher. Wow! But it, it, like, look. So, what's their, their their ring of honor is is voted on by the fans? Uh yes. Uh, uh season ticket holders, not 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 fan, fans per se, but actual season ticket holders. Yeah, that's a that's and, a bad and Doug, plan. By the that's way, uh, yes. By the way, Corey Dillon does not have much to stand on here because, um, I did a little research. Three times that we've known about, he's been arrested for <laughs> domestic right? spousal abuse. Three right. times mm. in his in his life. Maybe one or two of those you could kind of excuse as a, a you know an argument gone wrong. But three times, yeah. um, this is a character thing. Yep, character thing. Is Pac Man Jones in the uh, Ring of Honor? Ooh, good. good I don't question. think we're gonna have to. I don't think we're gonna have to Google Chris that Henry one. Chris Henry in the Ring of Honor. Don't think we're gonna have to Google that. No, I'm, oh, I'm asking hold, a legit question. Hold on, hold on. Oh, I just got a text message. I have actually just been voted to the Cincinnati Bengals uh, Ring of Honor. <laughs> I look forward to running that by uh, Corey Dillon. Uh, we, by the way, uh, Doug, this is going to be an all bleep edition of the press because. Tampa Bay Buccaneers cornerback Carlton Davis is extremely confident about the Buccaneers' prospects in the upcoming season. During an interview, he said, and I quote, Anybody who feels we've lost Tom Brady and lost something is going to be in for a rude awakening. We're going to wreck bleep, like wreck bleep. Interceptions, turnovers, plays will be made. I will say, plays will be made. And our bleeping division is worse than what it was before. Unquote. The confident cornerback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Carlton Davis. Never heard of him. <laughs> Never heard I've of heard him. of Carlton Banks, but not Carlton Davis. No, I've, I've heard of him, but, you know, I, I don't know. I mean... It, just like uh, radio hosts and TV guys, are, it's the season for hot takes. Apparently, the same thing goes for players. All righty. Live Golf has announced a new television deal with 
Reach TV, which is North America's largest television network in airports. So live tournament coverage will now be airing in airports. And a related story, the Pac-12 conference responded, hey, great idea. I've seen that Reach TV. and Have you seen that Reach TV? Um, yeah, whatever. I mean, I, I, I don't think I, that doesn't change. Their whole problem is they just can't get to mainstream TV. And as much as Jay Moynihan is running both, I, I don't. I do with the with the PGA deals already done. I don't know if you can leverage one against the other. I'm, I'm going to ask a follow up question here. Sure. Um, so when I go to airports and I see TVs like in bars and restaurants, they're usually tuned yeah. to like a sports network. So where in airports is that's where they are. They're, they're on. It's a. It's like they've found this niche where they're. Hey, we got a captive audience. If you sit down in an airport bar. At any of these, you know, a lot of these new airports have been really redone. They have really nice places to eat, right? Where you order at like an iPad at your, at whatever table you're at. Right. Uh, if you look up, you'll see Reach TV. Okay. It's a real thing. Okay. So besides live, because I know when I go to the gas station and I put my credit card in and it activates, there's like Pump Top TV, sure. yeah. which has programming. Same type of thing. <laughs> the <Okay>. weather. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, if there's, if there's, I mean, we, we laugh about it, but like, if you have video to what you do, there is a place I, where you can put it. I guess. <laughs> Coming up this Saturday on Pump Top TV, Pac-12 football, <laughs> Oregon State and Arizona. Uh, simulcast on Reach TV. All right. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay. What a world we live in. Uh, Finally, a basketball note. Uh, It was announced today, the cover subject of the upcoming NBA 2K video game to be released in September on the cover of NBA 2K24 Basketball Hall of Famer Kobe Bryant. There'll be two commemorative uh, covers, uh, one of Kobe and the other uh, commemorating and paying tribute to his Black Mamba alter ego. I think the coolest part about the new 2K is that you can play against somebody on a PS5, you play on an Xbox. Right? Forever that's been Hatfields and McCoys. Now you can actually compete against your buddies if they don't have the same system. Game time, press, whatever, doesn't matter. We got a great podcast for you. We're going to get into a lot of um, sports television, sports radio yak, are we not? We'll even talk about Van Gundy and why some hypothesize he was let go from ESPN. Uh, we'll just wait on the Damian Lillard thing. I think this thing gets done next week. He got, or maybe this weekend. NBA Con, Summer League, everybody in the same place. It, it, it really is a conference for the NBA. By the way, we'll be out there Saturday and Sunday, live all ball shows at NBA Con. Check out the In the Bonus podcast. It's live at the top of the hour. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. 
Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.